Hey guys, welcome to our Pearlside Small Group Leaders Podcast, where we help you as you lead your small groups. We're wrapping up our series, Jesus Changes Everything This Week, with Jesus Changes Our Relationships, a big one and a really great one for us to lean into. So Pastor Billy, take us away. Yeah, hopefully you've enjoyed this series so far. You know, one of the big ideas throughout this series has been the way that Jesus sees us, that he sees us as a child of God, right? That our identity is changed, we're new creations, and he sees us as his kids uh, with an eternal hope as a result. Uh, but this week, we want to close by with the thought that what would happen if we saw other people as God's kids as well? Mm-hmm. How would that change the way that we relate to them if we saw them as children of God? And um, Jesus' interactions with a lot of people in, the, in Scripture reveals what he thought about people who were lost, broken, adulterers, etc. Um, and he treated them like children of God. And um, I think that that reality should affect the way that we see people and the way that we, we relate to people yeah. as well. And so this particular story in John chapter 4 of how Jesus interacted with a Samaritan woman I think is really, really uh, key. This is one of the first times, in fact, it's the first time that Jesus revealed himself as Messiah to someone outside of his disciples. And uh, he revealed himself to a Samaritan woman, uh, a person whom the Jews would have thought particularly loathsome for a whole bunch of reasons. Um, he revealed himself as Messiah in a very kind and a very loving way. And I think that his interaction with this woman really should affect the way that we see people who we may perceive as particularly annoying, loathsome, despicable, whatever. And I think it speaks a lot of things to us. So uh, a couple, just quickly going over the points. Jesus treated this woman like a child of God. He didn't judge her. He treated her like a child of God and then revealed himself as the Messiah to her, offering forgiveness. Uh, The second thing is he expressed compassion for her. He knew full well that she had had six husbands and she was, uh, you know, uh, kind of messed up in her life, but he didn't judge her for that but rather invited her to become a child of God as well. And that's the third point. He invited her to be a part of God's family. By revealing himself as Messiah, he was in effect inviting her to become a child of God as well. And then lastly, Jesus calls us to love others just as he loved us. He sent the woman out basically to go back to her town and tell everyone that he was the Messiah and they came out in droves to meet him. And that's the same thing that he calls us to do when we receive him as Lord Uh, We are called to go and and love others just the same way that he's loved us. But the big picture here, again, is how would our relationships with other people change if we saw them the way that Jesus sees them? As messed up and broken as we may think people are, he still loves them. Mm -hmm. As messed up and broken as we were and continue to be, he still loves us. And so as disciples, we need to see people the way that Jesus sees people. So as you reflect on the main thought and passages above in this weekend sermon, what is the Lord highlighting to you? And maybe here the Lord is highlighting to you a particularly broken relationship Mm -hmm. in your life and how we struggle to see them as God's kids. Um, I get that. Um, I'm experiencing some of that myself. And and maybe this might be a great opportunity to reflect on that and just maybe a broken relationship that God is highlighting to you. Um, The second question Describe or share an example of how God's love has influenced the way that you see and interact with other people. Uh, One of the things I might share here is, you know, I didn't grow up, you know, in a Christian family, came from a broken home, and um, I just saw people as messed up, and I didn't want to be involved with them. You know, if you weren't my friend, I didn't care. If you were a jerk, I don't want to be around you, and I would just avoid the people that I didn't like and and just kind of huddle up with my safe few people um, because I saw people as messed up, and I didn't want to associate with Mm -hmm. them. One of the things that after I got saved, I realized, no, I need to because I'm a child of God. And I've come to realize that 
that God is bigger than all that. Mm -hmm. And he cares about even people that I may not care about in the natural. And it's really changed the way that I see people. Mm -hmm. Any thoughts, Michelle? How would you reflect on that? Yeah, I think it's a a great time as leaders before a small group to really reflect on that relationship God highlights in your mind and gives that image of that person. Because I think a lot of times, especially if you're, um, and this might be the angle I take, when you're a Christian a longer amount of time, you start to kind of be like the Pharisees. Yeah. Right? You start to you know, forget that you were once a sinner and you've been holy and sanctified and and you feel like, you know, you know what's right. And so when you see someone else Mm. not act in the way of Christ, you fail to remember that they don't know him yet. That's right. And you treat them accordingly in judgment or disdain or you stay away from them because they're dirty or unholy. And that really keeps us from reaching the lost, right? right? Because we think, oh, they're horrible people. Why would I associate myself with them? Right. But really, Jesus went to those that the religious people said were you know, unassociable people. And that's probably not even word. Billy, don't give me that face. No, you're fine. <laughs> no well, I, what I was going to say was that's one of the reasons why Jesus went to Samaria. Yes. He took his disciples there. And there's an interesting point in here. Because it was out of their way. Yes. And he sent them away. He sent yep. them into the town to buy food mm-hmm. so that he they wouldn't be around when the woman came. Mm-hmm. And I think he did that on purpose because he knew that they would have probably right. given her dirty looks. Like, right. why are you talking to this woman? Mm-hmm. Get this woman out of Shoo here. Shoo her away. Exactly. I mean, they, they said that in other situations. So Jesus sent them away knowing mm-hmm. how they would probably respond so that he could have this one-on-one right. interaction with the woman yeah. and lovingly lead her to yeah. himself. Yeah, so I think that that's really important for us to reflect. Like, where have we become maybe like the Pharisees and harden our hearts mm-hmm. because we've forgotten that we were once wretched yeah. sinners that God saved. And when we see people where they're at in their faith journey and realize they're not quite yet walking with Jesus, then I start to see with his eyes of compassion and see them as he does as someone that needs him. That's right. And that leads us to our third question. Describe one challenging relationship in Mm -hmm. your life right now. How should God's love for you affect the way that you relate to this person? Or to put it another way, how should God's love for that person affect the way that you relate uh, mm-hmm. to this person as well. And and uh, all of us have broken relationships or challenging relationships mm-hmm. in our lives. It could be that mm-hmm. coworker that just annoys you or that boss yeah. that seems unfair or that person, whatever, that mm-hmm. you think just, you know, you have a hard time with. Um, how should this reality change the way that we relate to them? Like yeah. you said, maybe we're judgmental, pharisaical. We avoid, mm-hmm. you know, maybe this should cause us to lean in more, to mm-hmm. say, hey, let's grab lunch. I remember right. I, Serve I, them. I had a, I had a coworker. I, I used to work, you know, in the marketplace before, and I had a coworker who I, I just annoyed. And every time I go into the lunchroom, I would just hope that this dude wasn't there. <laughs> and I remember one time it was just me and him in the lunchroom. I was like, oh, no, what do we do? You know, I want to get out of here, but I really want to eat my lunch. Um, and so I just, you know, just engage in conversation yeah. reluctantly. And uh, I just asked some, some questions, you know, how's it going? What's new? And I, what was amazing to me is I heard a lot of brokenness in mm-hmm. his story. I heard a lot of pain and just frustration. And I realized the reason why he's annoying to me is he's hurt. Right. He's going through stuff, right. right? And you know that old saying, hurt people hurt, hurt people. people yeah. And I realized he, he was prickly and, you know, the way that he was because he was wounded in his soul. Mm-hmm. And, and something about that interaction changed the way that I saw people. That it's it, great. It's not that he's just a jerk. He's hurting. Right. And I wish I'd have stayed at that place longer because I might have been able to reach out to him. But I was a young, dumb kid. I didn't know, I didn't <laughs> like, know what like, I was let doing. Let me get out of here. Yeah, it. I just wanted to get out of there. But it changed my perspective at least. Right. I realized, right. wow, if someone's particularly annoying, maybe they're going through some stuff. Yeah. And I should have a little bit more compassion. Yeah. And, you know, by no means are we saying if you're in an abusive situation right. or a situation that needs boundaries that right. you're supposed to stay in love. No. no, but you can still see them as God sees them and have healthy boundaries. Right. 
putting them in the love of God's hands instead of staying responsible for them. So I do think that's, that's right. important no, to safety, mention as yeah, well. Safety boundaries is, first. Mm-hmm. But maybe this is where God is calling us to pray, yep. to love, to forgive. There's mm-hmm. a lot of applications right. to this, but how would your how would God's love for that person change the way that we we relate to them? Right. And when we realize that that's how God relates to us, he forgave us in our sin. That's right. All the more we ought to extend that same love and compassion to mm-hmm. others. So as we close our small groups this week, this would be a great opportunity to pray for that. Mm-hmm. Let's pray for those relationships that are right. challenging. Pray for those um, those annoying people in our lives mm-hmm. um, that God would touch them and pray for that we would have compassion for them. That's right. Um, so, that, so that God can break through and bring transformation. Amen to that. I'm excited to see the restoration, redemption, and the ministry of reconciliation yeah. that's going to come out of this that we're called to. So leaders, thank you for leading and have a great small group this week. Amen. Thank you. Thank you.